What would drive a customer service department to automate their systems? Delayed order entry, incorrect PO information, time-consuming training? All of these are common delays in the world of customer service, yet customers expect their orders to be placed and their products delivered as soon as possible. Well, today we get to hear firsthand from a customer on what led them to automate their system and what that experience has been like. I'm Scott Leahy, and this is Esker on Air. Today, I'd like to welcome a very special guest. Uh, it's not so often that we get to hear experiences straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. But uh, today we have Sam Edandison. He's on the podcast. Uh, he's the Director of Customer Service at X-Rite. X-Rite is currently implementing Esker Automation, and Sam's here to talk about how that's going and what drove them to seek automation. Yeah. So Sam, welcome to the podcast. Uh, great to have you here. How, how's it going so far? It is going great. Uh, it's great. It's great to be here, and uh, I'm excited to uh, you know talk about Esker and let the world know about Esker. Well, we like to hear that. Uh, before diving into your experiences with Esker and automation, uh, maybe we can just start off with you introducing yourself. Um, what is your day-to-day -day responsibilities at Xrite? Yeah, so I guess my title is Director of, uh, of Global Customer Service, um, and that. You can think of it as handling all the back office uh, things um, from supporting uh, our order entry group, people who are actually keying the orders to technical support uh, group, and just general supporting our service organization, um, kind of figure out a way how they can be more efficient. Uh, just all, all back office stuff um, kind of jumped into together is really kind of what I, you know, what I take care of at X-Rite. Got it. So... How about a quick high-level overview? Uh, just just what kind of company is X-Rite and, and and what what goes on there? Yeah, um, X-Rite is a great company. So we are we are uh, a color company. And that can be kind of confused for people to understand. Uh, color is simple, something that we see every day, but it's relatively complicated to actually manage. Uh, so I, I give an example of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Uh, everybody knows Coca-Cola Red, Coca-Cola logo. And with Coca-Cola, they want that red to be the same red, regardless of you know where someone is viewing it um, or, or or how someone is viewing it. So Coca-Cola wants that same red on plastic. They want the same, they want that same type of red on paper. They want that tape type of red on aluminum. They want that tape, same type of red on a TV screen, on a computer screen. And they don't care if you are in China, in Brazil, in South Africa, in Norway. They want everybody to look in at the same type of red, regardless of where you are, regardless of what substrate is applied on. So what we do is that we create the equipment, the software, and the workflow for Coca-Cola to actually manage their color, regardless of what country and regardless of what substrate or what screen that color has been applied on. Very cool. Now you have a, a bit of a unique background. Uh, you went to law school, and I imagine that when you went to law school, you imagined yourself being the head of customer service at some point. Um, <laughs> so you started out at X-Rite as a product manager. What led you to eventually become the director of, of customer service at X-Rite? 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, yes, I did go to law school. So a lot of lawyers have this position that uh, uh, that I do at X-Ray, uh, run a customer service. Uh, uh, the, the the key thing is like X-Ray uh, is part of a conglomerate uh, called Danaher. So uh, usually Danaher will go to you know, uh, you know graduate schools and recruit people. So they recruited me and placed me at uh, X-Ray. And and usually. Uh, when you're new uh, to a company, you you, you start off as um, as a product manager, a product manager, because it's a great place to kind of learn. Um, and as I you know grew into my career as X-Rite, I wanted uh, more kind of management experience, uh, where I can kind of you know use my skills to kind of help the company. Uh, an opportunity came uh, within our customer service um, team, um, and I thought I could be of help. Um, there to kind of help the team uh, be better and help our company, help XRI be better. So uh, we did a little digging and we saw you had previously mentioned the importance of what color companies use for their branding. What would you say is the most important thing when it comes to customer service there? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, with any company, it's all about meeting your customers' uh, expectations. Um, and for customer service, you know, it's even more uh, important. Uh, so um, the most important thing when it, when it comes to customer service for us within the time frame of meeting customers' expectation um, is time. You know, if a customer wants an equipment, a solution at a certain time, we want to make sure that they get it at that time. And they want customers want their orders to be entered you know, accurately on time for them to get their stuff on time. They don't want to be going, uh, they don't want to be going back and forth, uh, you, know, you know, with us. Uh, so for you know within that customer expectation frame uh, for us is getting orders on time getting accurately and making sure that um you know, we are not a, a bottleneck you know for the customer to get what they need well when you entered your current role uh, what was the customer service landscape like uh, in that that pre-automation uh time frame yeah, so we're still going through our process of, of uh, automation. Uh, we're not kind of fully uh, done, and we're very thankful uh, for Esco for for helping us uh, on this journey. Um, but pre you know, pre automation, you know, um, I, I would say, um, you know, we were trying to meet our customers' expectations, but weren't fully kind of meeting it. So you now for us, it's all about entering orders on time. Um, so. When you know, pre-automation, we were we were doing that most of the days, but we're not doing it you know every day, um, and we want to do that every day. You know, we want to be batting uh, you know 100. Uh, percent So in the pre-automation landscape, we were um, we were not kind of getting all our uh, all of our orders in, and that that had nothing you know that had nothing to kind of do automation. There was some process improvements that that we need to kind of kind of get done. Um, in order to actually kind of you know start meeting our customer expectation, and it's a process improvement that actually we need to get done in order to actually kind of automate uh, our things, because uh, you don't want to you don't want to automate uh, chaos. You know that would be a very bad idea. Right. Um, well, so when was it? Uh, w when did you decide to look for automation, and how exactly, and at what point of that you know search process did Esker come into the picture? Yeah, so Esker was already uh, at X-Rite. So Esker came uh, to X-Rite through our finance department, through accounts payable. Uh, so we were we were using it. Uh, the, the accounts payable team was was using it, um, and we 
we kind of realized that, hey, ESCO had actually other modules and tools. It wasn't like a, you know, um, a one-trick pony. Uh, so when we kind of realized that there were other modules that ESCO has, like auto management modules and many, many, many other modules, uh, we decided that um, we want to actually kind of try it out uh, with, with auto entry. Uh, because, you know, as we kind of you know, looked ahead, you know, we kind of saw, hey, you know, we don't think our auto pace is going to kind of uh, decrease. You know, we're either kind of going to need more people or we can have to kind of uh, do some uh, process improvement. Um, so we, um, we we decided to kind of go with ESCO because of the positive experience uh, that we had with accounts payable and uh, to bring it to auto entry. And so far, it has been a positive experience as well within the auto entry uh, group. Great. Well, again, we, we did do some digging. Uh, I, I see that you were the editor in chief of the Michigan Telecommunications and Technology Review. That's a mouthful. Um, and that discusses the concerns and tensions between technology and the greater law realm. Uh, mm -hmm. Did having that experience help in any way uh, when, when you were looking to implement any, any automation at X-Rite? Oh yeah, you know it, it, it does help. It helps. It helps generally, uh, not, not just with um, you know uh, implementing technology. Um, with you know, kind of being part of the, the the law review, you you have a much uh, um, deeper appreciation of what technology can do, and also what you know it, it cannot do. Uh, so when some you know, people uh, either I look at technology as you know as you know, as just a pure kind of solution to solve all your problems, and they look at it negatively as uh, as a threat. Uh, so, um, being part of that that law review, we tend to, we tend to look at different you know, types of technologies and that are coming in, and their implications in, in the world, in business. Uh, it makes you kind of much more comfortable. Um, uh, where I knew the limitations, and I also kind of knew, um, I also kind of knew the um, the positive side of what technology can do, and where. Whereas others may kind of may kind of look at automation or AI, you know, kind of fear. It helped me kind of look at it uh, with hope, uh, but not with you know uh, hope that's not grounded. It was with pragmatic hope of what it can accomplish. And so far, you know, that has been um, you know, that hope has you know slowly slowly materializing as we kind of uh, you know go through the ESCA project that we're on now. Well, okay. So thinking about that escrow pro project, and as you say, um, you're you know not finished with that process yet. But you know, while implementing escrow order management, you know, what was that process like, and and what would you say are some of the best practices for any listeners that you know may not have started that journey yet? Yeah. Uh, well, first, we're just very thankful for the you know for the escrow team for working with us. Um, you know, Esker, you know, has been more of a partner uh, that, that gave us a solution. So we came with Esker with a problem and they kind of proposed a solution. And even with the stuff that they didn't fully have, they worked with us to make sure that um, that um, that whatever solution they provided for us is going to work for us. Uh, so, you know, before um, I came, you know, the Esker implementation was done through our IT group. And IT group, they do many, many, many implementation. And they were very, very good. Uh, but it's a difference um, between working with IT, where they're just kind of looking at technology, they put stuff down and they leave, and the people actually using it. So um, when I came, I realized that what was kind of built wasn't really working for us, mainly, you know, because people didn't take um, take a really kind of deep look on how um, the auto entry team was working. 
And this is where we're thankful, es you know, Esker, because they were more of a partner. They they take a step back with us and, and you know, we ask, how are we actually working? What can we do to help this group? And working with Esker, they kind of, you know, Esker designed um, a, a system uh, for us and you know, built stuff that you know that weren't kind of previously there, and and you know, helped us kind of move along. Um, you know, one you know, advice that I kind of give anyone who's kind of start a project is you make sure that the folks who are actually leading um, any technology project are the folks who are using it. Um, you know, the IT folks in your company should act as consultants. Of course, they do the implementation, technical implementation, but they should act as a consultants where the leadership should really come from folks who are uh, using it. It will lead to better implementation in terms of hey, the actual solution serving the folks are going to use. And also, uh, when, it, when, it, when it comes time to use, there won't be any kind of pushback. You know, people will actually already kind of have a, a buy-in. That makes sense. Now, you may have a different answer today than you did at the start or at a, a different point um, in that automation journey. But what? Let, let's just go with today. What does success look like to you for implementing this tool? Yeah. So with success, you know, we, we always start with a customer's perspective um, in terms of kind of customer expectation. And we win when we make that customer happy. Um, you know, sales team has their uh, has their perspective on customer expectation for us our um way of meeting customer expectation is making sure orders are entered on time and accurately um so starting from that you know framework we realize uh you know at least when we asked her um that we were we were taking longer than we want with entering orders so uh, we did a time study um where we compared how we we're working uh, before and after uh Esker. And we realized that we were, we were saving almost 200% uh, uh, of the time. So it took us about, it takes us about 11 to uh, maybe 13 minutes uh, to enter an order, um, you know, from start to finish. Um, and with Esker, you know, it was, you know, taking us up four minutes. So we were kind of freeing up, you know, double that time. Um, so from that customers, you know, from that, you know, in terms of kind of success when it comes to the customer, it means that we're entering orders on time. And actually, we we're entering orders accurately because now the mind share of the order entry team is just kind of spent on verifying and also on working uh, to make the customer happy. Just you know, more being more more being a customer service um, group than being an order entry group. Um, at the same time, you know, we also kind of what we, what we've seen. Uh, we haven't we have to kind of do a study on that. Is that the time to train somebody? Um, has also kind of speed up. So usually uh, for someone to go from start to where we feel comfortable kind of letting them, you know, ride instead of being on training wheels, it probably would take, um, you know, a few months, maybe uh, you know, three months. Um, and we believe, you know, with Esker, the way things have worked, that is going to take us perhaps a few weeks, uh, maybe, you know, uh, cut that time in half, mainly because, the, you know, all the learnings and all the, all the complications is really kind of embedded in the tool. The tool kind of takes away a lot of uh, the complications that 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 someone will have to learn um, if they didn't if they did not have it. Uh, so, from a customer perspective, we are entering orders in time. You know, we're entering accurately, uh, and for us, you know, we are able to get people up to speed uh, much more faster than before.
Yeah, and I imagine it's a lot e easier to gauge that success when you have those quantifiable statistics that you brought up there. So that's that's really good to hear too. Uh, well, Sam, I know before implementation, you had mentioned that you were interested in cleaning up what you call dirty orders. Um, could you quickly just describe, you know, what you and your team thought uh, a dirty order was and how Esker helped you with those? Yeah. So, you know, we are a public company, so we we need to make sure that whenever we receive a PO, we are kind of, you know, checking, making sure that everything is clear and is actual in order. So a dirty order is um, an order that is missing a key element. For instance, an order that's missing um, the company's address, or the company's name, an order that's missing the part number, that's missing the correct price, or that's missing the you know the the the, um, the discount levels, uh, anything that will prevent us from actually uh, entering an order. Um, now you know for us you know it, it is a dirty order for the customer. It's just kind of going back and forth with us, and I'm sure the customer themselves are going to go back and forth with us. Sometimes it's due to their own error um, that didn't kind of include something. And what we realize is that hey, this will actually kind of dirty dirty orders will actually kind of help us. Um, you know, you know, train our customers. You know, the key thing is customer expectation. Customers want to get their uh, orders on time, and they may not know that they themselves are causing the delay, but not giving us the accurate information to enter it. So, with the module that we are creating uh, uh, with Asker, uh, the customers will be able to actually upload their orders, and Asker will be able to kind of tell them, "Hey, you are missing." this thing or missing that thing or missing that thing. This is similar in Amazon where I cannot just put a wrong credit card number or a wrong address. I've done that many times and I'm glad that there was something there to prompt me to kind of make that correction. Um, with the module that we're creating, um, the customer will be able to kind of make that correction in time and get their order processed on time without having to wait for us to kind of go back and forth with them over several course of emails to actually collect that information. Uh, so most people think of technology or automation helping them out uh, with their customers, but it can also, you know, as we know, greatly impact uh, employees as well, you know, those folks uh, internally. How do you see both your employees and the customers being being impacted by this change? Yeah, you know, um, for customers, it's seamless for them. They don't really see anything. Uh, it's just that they know that they just have higher trust in, in, in our team. Uh, for us, you know, internally with our entry team, um, it, it you know changes changes hard, um, and um, and for a lot of kind of new uh, uh, older employees, it's hard to kind of get used to a new system because they they kind of ingrained in, in, the, in the old system. But for newer ones, um, you know, they the new they take the new systems um, they take it on very quickly, and what we kind of realize. Uh, uh, is that you know, for our new employees, it's almost like night and day with them. So they they don't even want to uh, use that the way we used to kind of enter orders before. They want to go through Esther because they see how easy it is, and they were not so ingrained kind of uh, um, in, in the, you know, within the past. Uh, so um, for the customer, things are seamless. They don't really get to see anything, but we know that we have to work through change, work through the change process of guiding some of our old employees uh, to the new ways of working. Um, and I think I think we will, you know, once once they kind of see how easy things are, fully see how th easy things are and the pace of it, you know, is 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 a is a no brainer. Well, uh, you know, you've been a part of, you know, deeply a part of this 
automation process, you have some thoughts, you, you clearly have some successes. Um, are there any plans for future automation? If so, you, what's that going to look like? Oh yeah, we, we're not we're not kind of fully done. So um, part of you know what we are trying to do is make things easy uh, for the customer. Um, and you know we all you know I've used Amazon. Everyone has used Amazon. Amazon has created this kind of experience that things are so easy, uh, despite the fact that you know B two C a lot of B two B customers would appreciate something like that. And what Esk is doing is allowing us to kind of do that. It almost kind of helping us you know, transform uh, to be much more like a kind of a, a, B, a B2C uh, type of company. Um, you know, in the future, uh, we know that we're going to bring in a customer inquiry management. So customers are not only sending us their orders or sales are not only sending us their orders, but we're getting a lot of questions. Um, and it's all kind of all in one uh, inbox. So what we want to do uh, with Esker's uh, customer inquiry management is to actually have Esker use their artificial intelligence not only to you know bifurcate or separate what is an order or if it's a question, but also kind of group this question in, in, in a very clear format that someone can easily kind of uh, go go answer. It will make things seamless uh, for everybody. So currently, we have one person whose job is literally to kind of do the separation. Uh, with you know with this ask order management uh, um, customer inquiry, we'll be able to use that person and do some other jobs you know, to be much more kind of customer facing. Uh, so our goal is to make things you know easier for our customers. We're also looking um, into other ways to make things uh, you know easier. With well, for instance, you know we we want to be able to do service contracts. We want to be able to do returns and claims uh, uh, in Esker, um, and hopefully we want to be able to get our customers themselves within Esker to actually kind of put in uh, the, the you know their orders, almost like Amazon. Uh, so we are you know our as we kind of move towards the future, you know, we want to kind of you know, make a, make um, we want to make things like much more simpler and easier for our customers to kind of interact with us. And Esker is kind of giving us uh, is kind of being that bridge uh, for us to kind of get there. Well, we love to hear that, and maybe we'll uh, we'll have you on the podcast at a later date once uh, once you implement those those newer solutions. Yeah, it would be great. I'm more than happy to uh, come and talk about it. Well, I mean, thanks so much for talking to us here uh, today, Sam. Um, it's much appreciated. So anybody listening, if you have any questions or are interested in if Esker can help out uh, any of your customers, any of your internal employees uh, in the customer service realm, uh, we'll have links in the show notes. And as always, if you're interested in learning more about Esker, you can find us at esker.com. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll talk to you next time. Great. Thank you, Scott.